Welcome to Pure Spec Community, a safe place for sexual purity, healing, and restoration. The message you're about to listen to is brought to you by the Pure Spec Community. As you listen, we believe that the Word of God will work wonders in you. With a standing ovation, we are going to welcome Uncle Allison and Auntie Choco. Thank you so much. Please, please be seated. Thank you. Um, okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. The first thing I would I would need a little bit of help. Can we put the water under this? Okay, please. Chant to the Holy Ghost, chant to the Holy Ghost. Raise your voices, raise your voices. Can you feel something in the atmosphere? Can you just just close your eyes? Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Can you just feel the presence? Ah. Uh. 
presence of the Holy Ghost. We, I will not teach anything until you can embody the Holy Spirit now. Not later when you are praying in your room. Now. 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 We will not go on until you can testify that the, the presence is with you here now. And when the Spirit comes upon you, you will know. I will not tell you, you will know that the Spirit has come oh, ah. Yeah. 
Somebody say amen. All right, so we are charged up. We've welcomed the Holy Spirit, we've praised, we've worshiped. And now it's time to go into the word. Amen. All right. So, uh, my name is Uncle Allison. Uh, how many of you know me outside of here? Is this, is this the first time of you meeting me? Just wave. If this is your first time. Wow. Okay. So, if it is not your first time, can you wave? Okay. Online, right? Physically. Online. It is too late for my marriage to... Uh, I, I can't hear you. It is too late for my marriage to... Hallelujah. Uh, I'm not here alone. I'm here uh, with the Holy Spirit, of course. <laughs> Who directed me here? 
Uh, I'm here with my beautiful wife, Auntie Chocolate. Can you clap for her? Hey. You are not clapping for my wife. You will marry Abby. <laughs> okay. Uh, my beautiful wife, I love her so much. From the depth of my intestines. <laughs> and without her, there is no other. Besides her, there is no other. She's the sugar in my tea. Cockroach in my cupboard. People should give me rhymes that you use. Me, I'm outdated now. Which, which one again? The Agbaluma in my market. Which one again? Uh, auntie, which one do they use to tell you something? <laughs> you are shy. She's my everything. She's, she's the mother of my child. The companion of the Holy Spirit. She's my fire. And I love her so much today, every day. Even, if, even though sometimes I, I can be very stubborn. <laughs> even in my stubbornness, I love her. I'm teaching you how to praise your, your wife. And I'm, forf I'm fulfilling scripture. The Bible says, uh, and her husband will praise her at the gates. Abby, her husband will rise up in the morning and sing her praise. How many of you women want your husbands to sing your praise in the morning? You want your husband to sing your praise in the morning? In this Lagos traffic, you will not go to work. <laughs> so you just wake up and we sing. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we have Saturdays and Sundays and every other public holiday. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much, Pure Spec community, for having my wife and I. Thank you so much. Can you please put your hands together for the leadership of Pure Spec community? <laughs> clap, clap. All right. Amen. Also, put your hands together for uh, Foursquare Gospel Church for allowing us to use their sanctuary. Thank you so much to the leadership of the church. Thank you for allowing us to gather in God's name in your sanctuary. Thank you. We love you. All right. So, can we learn? Can we now learn? All right. So, um, today we are touching on preparation, purity, and purpose. Somebody say preparation, purity, and purpose. All right. So let me give you an overview of today's uh, session. I, I was told that we will have two sessions. Okay. So my wife and I are supposed to be teaching now, but um, I will teach this session, and the next session is a, a, a question and answer session. Okay. So I will have her, and we will take your questions and answer as God will give us grace. Okay. But for the remaining 40 minutes, I think, I will just touch on something very important, uh, preparation, purity, and then purpose. If you are in a relationship and you are listening to me, don't be shy. If you are in a relationship here, can you wave if you are in a relationship? Babe, are you in a relationship? Okay. If you are in a relationship, I didn't see you, just wave. Okay, one, two, three. Are your, are, are your partners here? Is your man here? Why? He's not in the... You are dating Americana. <laughs> so very soon you enter Canada and leave us in Nigeria. Okay, so if you are still single, wait, single guys first. Single guys. And ladies, open your, open your eyes. No, that is the wrong way. Single ladies first. Single ladies, then single guys, open your eyes. Open the eyes of the spirit, oh, not the eyes of the world. Oh. 
before he starts doing tumbo tumbo, open your eyes of the spirit. The Holy Spirit does not do tumbo tumbo. He directs our steps. The Bible says the, uh, God will order the steps of what? The righteous, okay? All right. So, single ladies, if you are single and first, okay, two, two categories. If you are single and you are not available, you are just single for God. Because some of you are married to Jesus, said, I leave me alone. By the time you are ready to get married, we will see you. But now, you are married to Jesus. You are not available now. Wave your hand well. You are not available now. You just, only, only you and Jesus. Okay. Thank you. Okay, now time for you single brothers. Open your eyes. If you like me looking like this, just look with sense. Sisters know. You know, a brother can enter a room and it's, a lady can enter a room and in five minutes, she has seen the guy that she likes. Ladies, this is the difference. I'm telling you now. I've started uh, teaching already. I'm telling you the difference between ladies and guys. A lady can enter into a room and see a guy she likes. There will be 20 guys in a room. In five minutes, a lady can see the, that one guy. That's how women are so blessed. She, she will just enter the room. In five minutes, she has seen the guy that if the guy approaches her, she will give the guy her number. And she has also seen guys that lie, lie. Even uh, in Jebanabas, beggar. Lie, lie. That's how women are. So fast, so quick, so precise in decisions. Just enter a room. 20 guys scan through from left to right. She has seen one guy that, okay, this one I like. But for guys, away. That's why you hear away. They will start looking. This one has not my spec. This one is too tall. This one is too short. This one is too long. This one is not that fine. 20 hours. You have not decided. But you are interested in everyone. Okay, so guys, uh, uh, single ladies, you are single and available. Okay? I don't know why God is asking me to do this, so, you know? Uh, charity begins at home. Uh, marriage also begins at church. Uh -huh. uh, so if you are single ladies and you are available, like you are ready, just wave. <laughs> are you shy? I saw single ladies that raised their... You are shy. When you can see good husband, you are shy. Is it in a reality market you want to wave your hand? I didn't see those hands. So wave. Let me. I want to see you. Uh-uh. And they are very pretty. Oh. Uh -uh. Brothers, look well. Oh. This brother is taking notes. Uh, seat number what? The second uh, person to, 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 to your left, row four. Row four, right? Uh, she's pretty, row four. Okay, so brothers, if you are single, if you are a single brother, just wave. Aunties, you too, you can look. Ah, this brother is so shy, God. Even in the house of God, there is joy, joy, joy in the presence of the Lord singing. Everything is in the presence of God, everything. If you don't do it right here, where else, right? Okay, so I only saw one single brother that raised up his hand. Brother, you're also single. Brother, you are you not single? Raise your hand now. Hey. Brother Alpha, are you single? Oh, wow. Brother, I saw you pray seriously for, for marriage. Are you single? You are single. Okay. 
Um, the leadership of your spec, I hand over to you on that note. So can we learn? All right. So today I'm sharing with you, before you start dating, before you start dating, 10 things you need to know before you start dating. Okay, so I'm covering preparation, purpose, and purity. Okay, very important, 10 things. Listen, you can't know enough, you can't learn enough. I, I want to propose that you are taking notes, you are writing. You are, you are not just writing in your notes, you are writing also on your heart, okay? So, I'm going to be sharing, I'm going to be real, I'm going to be pure. So, I hope you guys don't mind. Can we have frank conversations? Or should I hide some things and say some things? Should I be very honest? Should I say the, the way it ought to be said? Um, okay. And, and of course, censoring some things, okay? So, 10 rules you need to know before you start dating. So, if you are already in a relationship, this will help you. If you are already dating, you are in a relationship, this will help you. If somebody is toasting you now, this will, I know some sisters, some brothers are toasting you. If you don't raise up your hand, God will help you and this will also help you. Some brothers, you already know, have sisters outside of this, this meeting that you have, you are interested in, God will also help you. These rules will help you, okay? I just have about 30 minutes. Let me just run through. But please listen. Please listen and learn. Very important. Okay? Um, so, the first thing you need to do is to, before you start dating, 10 things you need to do or know or prepare before you start dating. You need to know who you are. By knowing who you are, I mean know what your purpose is. Know what your purpose is. It's very important. So, what is your purpose in life? What is your purpose? So, this, this purpose thing, let me just um, elaborate and bring clarity. Because I know you'll be hearing and learn your purpose. A, a lot of motivational speakers, you know your purpose before you find a wife. You've heard, you've heard this a lot. This is not the first time you're hearing, know your purpose. So, Uncle Alison, I've heard about know your purpose. So, what is really this big deal about knowing your purpose? There are some of us here who have not identified our purpose. We don't know the reason why we are here. We don't know the reason why God has put you on this earth to, you don't know the, the, the purpose that he has put you on this earth to accomplish. Many of us don't know. Many of us are just, you know, anything goes. Anything goes. But guys, this is what I'm sharing with you. There are two levels to knowing your purpose before marriage. The first purpose discovery is knowing who you are as a person. So the first part. The first part is knowing who you are as a person. So that is who I am, what God has put me on this earth to do, what is my assignment on this earth, okay? So I'm sure, this is not a purpose or leadership class, but I can share some insight. I'm sure we, we understand that being a banker is not your purpose in life. I mean, if you know, just nod your head if you agree. Being a banker is not your purpose in life. A lawyer is a beautiful profession, it's not your purpose in life. A doctor, mother of beautiful pilot, you are the one flying the president up and down for his medical checkup in Ukraine and other places. Congratulations to you. But guys, God did not put you on this earth to be flying Buhari up and down. God did not put you on this earth to, to become a doctor by profession. But those career paths are platforms to exercise your purpose. Are we together? It's not a purpose discovery class, but this is very important for you. Okay, so being a doctor is a platform for you to exercise your purpose. Your purpose is not becoming a doctor. It's a beautiful thing. An engineer, beautiful, lawyer, banker, but that is not why God has put you on this earth. Do you understand, auntie? Being a banker is your platform. Being a doctor is your platform. It's the, the channel that God 
wants you or has designed for you to exercise that. So what God does is, is to give you a gift. So your gift is your platform. So if you're a singer, your singing gift is your platform to fulfill your purpose. Now, your purpose is to go forth and make disciples of many nations. Purpose is to bring about the kingdom of God on the earth. So how you do it is now unique to everybody. Are we together? Okay. So I'm a doctor, beautiful, but my purpose is far more than being a doctor. So while I am in the hospital, what am I doing for God? So purpose is what you are doing for God. Your career path is a channel to do that thing for God. That's how simple I can put it. Purpose is what I am doing for God. Many people are engineers. They are not doing it for God. Many people are, are, are fashion designers. They are not doing it for God. Many people sell expensive hair, beautiful hair online. They are not doing it for God. It's for the profit. Now, in that place of your profit, what are you now doing for God? How are you integrating God in that platform? On that platform? In that channel? So, that is your purpose. So as a doctor, if someone comes to me for, if a sick patient comes to me and Panadol cannot solve it, I should have something that can solve it. So that thing that can solve it outside of what your profession can offer is what is called purpose. Ah, are, we, are we together? That thing that you can offer that your career cannot cover is your purpose. So someone comes to me with a headache and we've, we've tried Panadol, Pansida, Maxida, Love Sida. We can also try Healing Sida. So your ability to administer Healing Sida is what, Auntie? Is your purpose. Do you understand it now? So someone comes to you, you are a lawyer, someone comes to you, and after you have dis discharged and acquainted the person, a beautiful lawyer you are, you've won the case. But how can you win that soul to Christ? That is now your purpose. In winning a soul to Christ, no court can carry out that jurisdiction. Only the court of heaven and only the court of the spirit. So after you've vindicated the person, how about vindicating the person's soul? Now, that is your purpose. Now, the second part of the of purpose discovery before marriage, which is why we are gathered here to learn, is your, the purpose for which God has created for you to carry out in your marriage. Now, so there's that purpose for life, and there is purpose inside the marriage. Many people don't know. There are purpose for the marriage. So when I ask you, brother, why should God give you a wife? What will you say? You just want to have companionship. Hey! There was a time in my university days, I attended a conference at House on the Rock. And the pastor was passing the mic around and asking people, why do you want to get married? Oh, come and see my answer. And there were very beautiful ladies in that meeting. So I chanted my answer to be very sweet. When it got to my turn, I said, because hey! I just want happiness. People clap. Clapping for my foolishness. <laughs> you just, I just want to be happy. 
The pastor said, hmm, so nice. <laughs> Years later, I realized that there are certain purposes that God will assign to you in marriage. Eh? Happiness is not primary. Ha Did you not hear about Hosea? Was happiness God's concern? <laughs> you did not know the Hosea story. God told him to marry a prostitute. Who can be happy? <laughs> Even the one that has two boyfriends, you will not be happy. Let alone the one that the general public know that this one is cash and carry. God was not interested in his happiness. Do you now see? Hey, hey, see, this is why for some of you here that you are praying, Lord, Lord, talk to me. I want to show me the vision of my marriage. Show me the vision. I want to see the vision. Show me the scripture. Hey, relax, oh. And see, if God show you scripture, will you stand? <laughs> so before praying that kind of a prayer, make sure you are ready for the consequences of discernment. Hey, the way people are looking at me, can't you don't know that discernment has a consequence. Lord, show me a vision of the woman you want for me. Show me a vision. Then God will show you a woman with bow legs. Hey, show me another vision. This one is not very clear. Or this vision is bow. Are you ready? You that you want to see your husband in a dream. If God show you your husband, will you not reject your, your husband? God show you your husband that stand like this. You say, over, over and out, over, over, over. Reduce the vision, Lord, over, over. <laughs> Hallelujah. Be, see, before venturing into the agenda of asking God. See, this is why God does not, vision and discernment is not cheap. Because many times God knows that you don't have the capacity to carry what you will see. Are you learning? So this is why for many of you that are praying, Lord, show me the vision of my husband or my wife. Let me answer that question. If you are praying on that and God has not showed you anything, both in vision, in prophecy, in revelation, it means that you don't have the requisite capacity to carry that information. Many times, if God shows you that, 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 God has learned to, there are some people that God told that Inkechi is your wife. They stood up from the prayer altar to go and tell Inkechi that God told me that you are my wife. They abuse discernment. Are you listening to me, Auntie? So many times God will not reveal such things anymore because you don't have the capacity. Lord, show me if, 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 if Ijoma is the one. God, show me. Is it Ijoma or not? God now show you Ijoma. Ijoma does not have anything to prove. He said, Lord, they revisit the vision over, over, over. I did not see clearly. Say again. See, Joma. Meanwhile, you in your heart desire, your only Joma starts from here. If you don't understand what I'm saying, may God give you understanding. Some of you, your only Joma, this is how you want to, you want to see the vision from the back, not from the front. He showed me, you see, Joma. See, <laughs> Lord, you say we should ask and we will receive. I ask, I ask. See, Joma, I ask. What are you, you have seen the Joma? The reason why you are declining the Joma because the Joma is not your spec. But remember, you were the one that was, was asking for who? You asked for a Joma. Lord, show me the man you have destined for me. I want to see the man now or pronoun. Then you now see the man with poor belly. Lord, show me another man. This is how many aunties have like 12 men they are praying over. He, he. If, you have, if you have two men, 
that you are taking to God in prayer, you know that you are wrong. Hey, you don't know. You are not informed too. You didn't know. Many people have like four. So they, have, they take four names to the pastor to decide. Uh, pastor, I'm interested. Uh, uh, John asked me out. Uh, he's kind. Uh, Matthew. Uh, some people even carry picture. Picture. Hey! Hey! Error! And you're a believer. And if you see that sister praying, but you carry, you should see carry four, full, not even passport, full photograph. <laughs> some people even go to the guy's profile picture on WhatsApp to download it. Pastor, choose, decide for me. Then the pastor will not be asking you. Many times, eh, what we even go there for is to even decide for pastor. Because when you carry four names and you are saying, Pastor uh, John, John is caring, but you have an attitude I don't like. You are giving information to Pastor uh, Matthew. Matthew is not from my tribe. He's just a nice guy. Uh, Okon does not have a good job. He's still struggling. Pastor, you know, I don't like to suffer. <laughs> I don't want to be with any man. The last one I bet with, it were, uh, 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 the, the, the cement did not dry. And another woman packed into the house. Okay. The fourth one, uh, Namdi. Ah, Namdi does not know how to pray for 12 hours. So the pastor will now ask you, Namdi, you have confused me. Which one is God telling you? And many times, that what God is telling you is the one that your heart is longing for the most. Is the one that your heart is longing for. So you end up deciding for the pastor. You end up deciding. So the first thing you need to do, first thing you need is to know the purpose to which God has put you inside the marriage. So why is God giving you a wife? Sometimes, many times during premarital counseling, I ask uh, uh, intending couples, why should God give you this woman as a, as a wife? Why should God give you that man as a husband? Many of them have no answers. What kind of a marriage do you want to build for God? What is your assignment? Mary and Joseph were put together because there was a Jesus project that needed to be back. So there are purpose on earth outside becoming a carpenter, outside becoming a seamstress. Their purpose on earth is now divided into two. One is purpose for their life. The second one is purpose for which they are married. And the purpose for Mary and Joseph was to be the channel through which Jesus will come. What channel are you? So if there is a vacancy in heaven, or there is a project, God has a project in heaven, can God entrust that project to you and your husband? You don't know what happened that led to Mary and Joseph being chosen. You don't know. So for if you read the scripture with revelation and understanding, you will know that God had to wait 40 generations, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, into about 10, 6 places to get to Mary and Joseph. And then there was a court session in heaven to decide who will carry. Hey, that was why the Bible said, can anything good come out? Because in that time, nothing in that city was good. Nothing. No couple had the capacity to carry the, the, the Jesus project. To carry the project of salvation. So a court session was held in heaven to decide. And angels came and validated Mary and Joseph. I know a woman called Mary. She's a virgin. She can carry Jesus. I know a man called Joseph. Ha! 
the things that Joseph had to go through. You know, when we read the Bible, it is sweet. But when you put it into practical application, you will see the kind of stress. Do you know how easy? You. You have, you have a man, a woman you want to marry. Your parents know. Her parents know. Everything has been arranged. She now came to you that she's pregnant. What will be your first reaction? Over my, in fact, it's your mother that will tell her, it cannot happen under my roof. Do you know the convincing he took, Joseph? Do you know the, the, the stubbornness? He had to be stubborn on it. Do you know the separation, the shame, the castigation? So what is your purpose for that home? What can God entrust to, to the both of you? And say, hey, I want to bring another John the Baptist. Can you be an Elizabeth? That is purpose for marriage. Hey, hey, can, can you be a Zachariah? There is, there, there, is, there is a need on the earth in this generation. I don't want to bring a child that can do it. Can God count on the, the, the both of you as a husband and a wife? When you understand the purpose to which God wants you to venture into the mystery of marriage, it will be difficult for you to miss it. The reason is because anyone that doesn't align to the blueprint that you have seen cannot be considered. The reason why a brother will come to you and demand for sex before marriage and you'll be thinking of considering it is because you have not seen the overview of the marriage God wants you to be. You don't have a purpose on your own. And it is not his fault that he's the one asking you. It is your fault because you don't have enough fire in you to keep his mouth shut. A man doesn't come and just see a woman and ask the woman for sex. You don't know how men are. He, before he opens his mouth and suggests that you should have sex before marriage, he has seen you finish. And he knows that he has a 90% chance that you, you will succumb. And how does he know? Through your communication and interaction with him. You don't know. Men are smart. They are listening to me. They know I'm spoiling the, the, their mouth. But I have to do it. In communication, in, your, in his conversation with you, he knows that he has a chance to do this. If he doesn't have a chance, he will never even voice it out. If you're a woman of fire, he, he cannot. It's because you say you don't have fire around you. So anything can enter your space. Are you listening to me? Men, they will calculate. If he sees that this one is not the type, he will not even take the advances further if that is his intention. He will stop. But you come and visit me. You have, you have entered a Korope. Yeah! To his house. His house is, is a museum. You want to discover Mongo Park? Yeah, you have gone. You don't even have class. You don't even have pride. You don't even have... Huh? Yeah, you have gone. You cannot even say I'm busy. You are not busy to go to a man's house. Yeah, you have entered Keke. You chatter the whole Keke, pay for back, pay for front, pay for boot. You are going. Why? The second thing, before starting a relationship, make sure that you take your time. Don't microwave a relationship. Don't microwave. Take your time and build friendship. Many of you don't build friendship in starting a relationship. Hey, you see a woman today, tomorrow you're asking her out. Uncle, relax. How well do you know this woman? How well do you know this guy? He just says he loves you. Rah, 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 nah, 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 nah. Collected your, your number on, on Friday. Called you on Saturday. On Sunday, he's inviting you to his house after church. Come on. Come on. 
How is he just doing you? Marry, marry, marry. You don't marry like that. If you rush in, you will rush out. If you marry by, by, by chemistry, you will divorce by mathematics. That's how it works. You rush in, you rush out. You build friendship. This guy, he's charming, he's cute. You like him. See, there is no offense in liking a guy that has approached you. You like him, you admire him. Keep your feeling to yourself and understand this guy that you are liking. You like the, the babe. She said back, front, everywhere, accurate. No problem. Keep your feelings to yourself and understand this babe. How about her character? Build friendship. These are the things that you will learn in friendship. Many of you wait to go and do in marriage what should have been taken care of in the friendship stage. If you build friendship long enough, you will see, you will know if this guy is a fool or not. Are we together? Who are you rushing to? Nobody is writing names of late commas in marriage. There is no angel in heaven with pen and paper writing names. Uh, Amaka, why, why did you marry at, at 42? There is no, no such thing. So why are you in a hurry? Who is pursuing you from singlehood? Who is chasing you? Relax. Build friendship. Be friends. Discuss. Have intelligent conversation. Get to know this guy. Some of you don't even know the question to ask. Now that one the best papers. In a, in a friendship, uh, uh, what is your favorite color? What is your favorite book? What is your favorite artist? What is your favorite music? Who do you like best? Or culture or Kanu? Come on! Those are not foundational truths of marriage. Can Okocha and Kanu keep marriage? What will that information do to the home? Nothing! Where do you like to go for vacation? When I never even marry. You don't even go. Where do you like to go for vacation? Marry first. You do not have to ask intelligent questions. What is your purpose? What have you called to do? What are your temperaments? Do you have the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Do you have the gift of the Holy Spirit? Meanwhile, fruit of the Holy Spirit is not even a question to be asked. It is an observation to be seen. Some of you don't even know the things to look out for when when marrying, when look when when searching for a wife or a husband. Many of us don't know. You are still looking for, I want a God-fearing man. Excuse me. God-fearing is not a quality to look for. It is a nature. If you are not God-fearing, I cannot be attracted to you in the first place. Are we together? So, many people, this is what they do. They see a sister. And they now come and check if the sister is God-fearing. Meanwhile, it is the God-fearing nature of that sister that is supposed to attract you in the first place. But buttocks will not allow you. You just see buttocks. You are not following, following, following. Build friendship. Tell your neighbor, build friendship. <laughs> Tell the, the, your next neighbor, build friendship. Ask somebody behind, where are you rushing to? There is time. How old are you? 35, 37, 38, 42, and you are not married? Relax. Better to be, be single and happy than be, being in, in, a, in an abusive home. Same people that married at 28, uh, 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 24, 25, celebrating, I got married early, and I got bruises early. They are patching their eye every day. Relax. What are you rushing to? See, the rush of marriage will even lead you to make grievous errors. Because your sense of discernment, of alertness, you have thrown it to the wind. Now, any man that comes, relax. Tell somebody, build friendship. So what does friendship do? Friendship helps you know more about the person that you want to marry. Many couples are auntie. 
they, they, they don't do friendship. Oh. They jump that one. Eh? They don't do smarting for my head. Your head now shrine. Where they, they do smarting. They have done, they have, they have done, and you see the lady, the way they keep their mouth, they have done smart, smart something, smart something on your head. Eh? Shrine. They have done smart something. And you will now pack your things. And you, you don't pack your things at once. Today you, you, you go, you forget handbag. Tomorrow you go, you forget lipstick. Next tomorrow you go, you have forgotten a bra. Next tomorrow you go, you have forgotten rapper. Before you know, your ecola box is in his house. Because you have done small things. Who are you rushing to? If you force a man to marry you, you will keep forcing that man to stay married to you. I hope you are aware. If, don't, if you are listening to me, don't force any relationship. Don't force any marriage. Even as a man, if you force a woman to marry you, uncle, I'm telling you as a married man, at least I am one step ahead of you. It is premium tier though. You will force that woman to be sub sub submitted to you. You will force that woman to honor you because it was forced that got her in the marriage in the first place. So it is forced that will keep her. Hey, if you go to an Iroko tree and dance around and dance around for the Iroko tree to, to, to give you a marriage, after you are married, you will still need to go back to that Iroko tree to dance around for that Iroko tree to sustain what he has given you. Are you aware? That is how it is when you use force. You will use force. If it is money you are using to woo a woman, your money will finish. You can satisfy a, 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 a woman materially. Only a woman who is honoring to God. There are different styles of hair every week. Different style of Brazilian hair. Today it is blonde uh, shakamanda. Uh, tomorrow blonde uh, lacassera. You will buy. If it is money you are using as a point of enticement. Hey, hey, sir. Please just hear me. Remove it. If it is, we know, for, for the people in the world, they, they think they can use different things to keep a woman. So, if even many men boast of their sexual prowess. <laughs> Let me inform you, in case you are not informed too. You see that sexual prowess? Yeah, I can go 12 rounds. <laughs> my, my brother, relax. <laughs> relax. They don't drink ice cream every day in marriage, relax. There are so many responsibilities that marriage demands. Thank you. Okay, okay. There are so many responsibilities that marriage demands that you, you will not even remember saying, many days, I don't remember that. I have to fulfill my priestly duty in the other room. You don't wake up and wear clothes. You move. Many days. But we are still in love. We are still intimate. We are still uh, loving, loving, loving. It's not every day. So if it is that one you want to use to trap you, Mike Tyson, <laughs> your black belt, you talk to, to green belt, green. Rest, build friendship. Tell somebody else, build friendship. Number three, I've just been told of time. Watch out for warning signs. Many of us ignore red flags. Red flags, you ignore. You see that this guy, this, and do you know the funny thing about ignoring red, red flags is that you keep making excuses for that person. You see that this guy, if he gets angry, he will say, I will beat you, I will beat you. Hey, it's only Reza he's doing. In marriage, he will actually beat you. Do you know in a relationship, it is, I will beat you. In marriage, he now has a legal right to beat you. According to legal rights. You are seeing him now. When he's angry, he, he, he's breaking bottle. 
and you are saying he had hot temper, I can manage him. You can manage death, auntie. You want to manage to die for nothing. Many of us make excuses, red flags. She's not a communicator. Because of Big Bum Bum, you are making her, she's still busy at, at, the, at the office. Yeah, her, her schedule is, is very tight. That's why we've not spoken for three days. You are in a relationship with somebody, you have not spoken for a day. And you are not concerned. There are some people that can be in a relationship and not talk for one week. Even conductor and driver, they will talk, they will talk. <laughs> Hi! And if you see that, that brother making excuses for her, and she's very busy, you know, she's a banker, she closes that. Brother, carry that same sister's phone. Check through her, 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 her recent calls. She has called all the people that are of importance to her besides you. Go and check. The messages she has sent. She has sent messages to her father, mother, uncle, auntie, even ancestor besides you. You are not on the, 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 her list of priority. No red flag and run away. No red flags. If he's threatening to beat you now, he will kill you in marriage. Some people, when they are getting married, it's just good for them, for, for us to buy them first eight bucks. Because you know that this one, they are, they are telling you now that this man has temper problem. You say you will change him. He's just to give you either cutlass to revenge or first eight bucks. Because you know that you are going to die. You have accepted. Lamb to the slaughter. Look out for red flags. And many times, how, <coughs> hey, this one is what, Many people get deceived by how their partner treats them and not how their partner treats other people. Hey, you don't know men. Let me start with men. A man can be wooing you for three years. In the space of that three years, he has another girlfriend. He's waiting for you to accept so that he will break up with that one. Three years. So if you are using, if you are judging his love for you by the fact that he waited to toast you for three years, you are mistaken. You know? he, he has been toasting others for that, that same three years. He has been in a relationship with others for that same three years. He's waiting for you to say yes so that he can jump ship easily without him losing anything. Do you understand? Many sisters don't know. You are, you are, hey, why, are you, why, why do you love him? Why are you accepting him? He has been trusting me for four years. Go and inquire. There are three other sisters on that queue. He was waiting for you to say yes. And many people base the, 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 the love and joy in their marriage upon how that partner is treating them. Hey! So you invited a woman to your house for the first time to meet your parents. She prostrated and greeted your father. Prostrated and greeted your mother. Even car carry her leg up. You say, this woman is a very submissive woman. I like her. I'm not marrying you till I die. But on your way to your father's house, he was, she was fighting with the conductor. You don't have sense, brother. Somebody stepped on her and she gave that person the insult of his life. Where you were, but she came to your house and double for your mother, double for your father. You say that is submission. That she has, she's a respectful woman. Hey, how they treat others. Many times, that man that calls you 24 hours of the day has not called the father for five years, have not called the mother for 10 years. He's keeping an enmity with his parents. He has deleted, no, none of his siblings can, can call him. None of his siblings. He is keeping enmity with them. None of his siblings call him. None of his siblings visit him. He has no ties with his family. But he's calling you every day for nine years. Hey, it's only a matter of time before he will stop calling you. It's only a matter of time before the treatment that is given to his own family, he will, he will turn it on you. Many of you don't read signs. How does, how do they handle relationship outside of me? It's very important. So relax. It is friendship that will help you to see all these things. 
Many times they just can't carry you in Uber. Uber just the AC in the Uber blow your brain here, blow your blow, uh, blow your your wig. You just relax. Some of you, your, your point of enticement is him carrying you in one 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 camera in 1932. You now sit in the front, no AC. The 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 the, the, the AC in the car is, is manual AC, hand fan. So you, you, you sit at the front seat and you are waving people. Whether they call you or not, you are waving. So you two, you have boyfriend that have cabin in 1932. And you have, you have seen husband. You have not studied his character. You don't know anything about him. Little things can entice you. You don't eat shawarma every day in marriage. Marriage is serious sacrifice business every day. Number five. Listen and be observant. Listen and be very observant. Listen. When a man is interested in you, if you are interested in, in, in a woman, listen. See, many people talk about what intrigues them the most. Bible says out of the abundance of what? They have the mouth. Some of us are not very observant though. See, you will know a person's mentality by the things they say. If you are with, a, the brothers can relate. If you are with a football fan, you will not stay with a football fan up to 30 minutes before you know that this one is a football fan. One thing will not bring football, and he will sit on that football discussion. Agio Okocha, Ronaldo, and Van Persie, 12 hours, he's not tired. That is how you know what he's passionate about. That's how you know. By the things they get hooked on, by being observant. Many people are not observant. I'm not. That was how a, a sister told me that uh, she married this man in church. He was the chief usher in the church when, when they were dating. The chief usher is the one ushering people here, up here giving uh, uh, directions. After the marriage, three months, this brother did not enter church. Four months, no church. Five months, he started stopping her from going to church. That day, I, am, I will do church. We will do church in the house. We will, do, we will stream it. Go and check that stream. They are not streaming anything. Stop that. Then I asked her, so why, what, what attracted you to this man? He said he was a, he's a chief usher in church. So he saw a man that can serve God. Many of you, let me correct that impression. Don't mistake service for God with serving God. There is a difference between service in the house of God and service to God. Many of you don't know. Even brothers, you just see one sister wearing skimpy skirt and she, she, she's leading praise in church and leading worship and doing like this, doing like this. You are, yeah, this sister will be a good wife, very, very God lover, Chase, uh, chasing God. Don't confuse service in church with service to God. They are different. The fact that he's the chief usher in church, after church, he may be the chief usher in, in, in asking you for sex. There are so many cases like that. So many cases. Now, why I don't understand church brothers? I went outside. I thought I would see good brother. I did not see any good brother. They are asking me for sex. I came inside the church. Uh, Okon, the chief choir master, is even the one pressurizing me. Uh, it is because you are not looking for the fruit of the Holy Spirit in them. You are looking for the one that is serving in the house of God. Somebody can be in the house of God and cleaning church and still be the chief in fornicating. Watch out for service in the house of God and service to God. How do you know that somebody is genuinely serving God? By the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Look at the fruit. After she sings in the choir, when she's outside, what are her words? What are her actions? How does she relate? 
the life outside the church and the life inside the church? Is there a correlation? That is how you know. Many people live a different life inside the church. Outside, they are different entirely. Be observant. Know that this, this person's life is only different. Many people you see in the church, especially brothers, that you see them in the church, prayer warrior. Uh, 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 a maker is a prayer coordinator. I want a prayerful man. So you are looking for the, the prayer coordinator. He can be, 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 be 12 hours inside the church. Go to his house. He has not prayed one day. Go to his house and, and, and make inquiries. 12 hours. Because just give him mic. Hey. He will scatter the atmosphere. But go to his house. No prayer life in the house. No prayer life. No fasting life. Give him the mic here. He will read the Bible, Genesis to Revelation. Uh, people are watching now. Yes, he's a very uh, useful lad. The, the, the Bible study man. But go to his house. The Bible is, is outdated in his house. Outdated. I'm rushing. Number six. I'm almost done, guys. Number five. Watch your relationship with God. Watch your relationship. Watch that person's relationship with God. This just gives further backbone to point four. Relationship with God is very important. So relationship with God is different from service in the house of God. Don't mistake it. That the brother is singing in church doesn't mean that he has a relationship with God. That Sister Maka is a chief lay reader in church doesn't mean that she has a relationship with God. She may have nothing. No covenant with God. Nothing. When you, you marry her, hey, there are so, I'm, a, I'm a marriage counselor, so I can tell you for free. There are so many issues that come to my table of my husband is stopping me to pray from praying in the room. She said I should be praying in the living room because my prayer is disturbing him. Ah, uh -uh, a husband that's not supposed to be comfortable knowing that you are praying in that room. She, he, he has to be, even if he's so tired and wants to sleep, a part of his consciousness should be praying with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Number six, beware of pattern. Hey, beware of pattern. Beware. Some of you don't look at that one. Don't look at that one. Beware of pattern. A sister wanted to marry a brother in Lagos. This guy had not visited the village for so many years. So God just blessed her. She was praying about this man and God told her, go to this man's village. This man has already met her with a ring. She declared the man's ring and said, give me three months. I will get back to you. In three months, she prayed and God told her, Schedule a meeting with me. this guy and visit his village. Do you know his father? He said no. Do you know the mother? He said no. We are, we are doing Lagos love. Many, many times, eh, the bad marriages we have are as a, a result of a lack of sufficient inquiry. You meet in Lagos, you marry in Lagos, you don't know family background, you don't know. Let me cut this story short. Another story. The, the sister had two other sisters that had a uh, 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 mental condition. Mental condition. That had two other sisters. The father's brother also had two other sons that had mental condition. This guy, this, this lady hid the, the identity of the sibling from her. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with marrying from a family that has a mental uh, illness or anything. I'm saying that watch out for pattern. My father had it, my father, father had it, my mother, mother had it, my sister, sister. Watch out for pattern. My mother, mother divorced, my father, father divorced, my father, sister divorced, my father, uncle divorced. Use your sense. Watch out for pattern. Those are not normal. My mother's mother be the wife, my mother's mother you twist to be the wife, my father's father twist to be the wife. My, use your sense. It's not everything, it's not about big buttocks. Use your sense. 
Gentiles how she followed him to the village. As they were entering the gate of the city, the man to be, the, the, the husband to be father was the one carrying the village masculine. This is a believer in the house of God in Lagos. But there's an ancestral line in the village. She knelt down. Thank you, Jesus. Let me cut the story short. When they were now entertained, because it was a long distance uh, uh, journey, they couldn't come back that same day. So she was mandated to sleep in their, their family house. When she entered the house, see markings in the house. In fact, in the father's compound is a local tree with so many padlock. He was the chief organizer of the village masquerade. Chief organizer. The father could not sleep that night. She too, she could not sleep. At 12 a.m., the father called a meeting in the house. That who is this woman that you brought for, for marriage? And told the woman that God saved her that she came to the village. Because the son, who he wants, she wants to marry, is the next in line to inherit. I'm done. I'm done. Is the next in line to inherit the village masquerade a chief. And because he has been in the village, that, that man too may elude him, but it will never elude any of his children. Are you guys listening to me? I'm in love. We are licking ice cream. We are doing shawarma. How sense? Watch out for pattern. Ask questions. The implication of that meant that even though they, they were in the city, that is why you see some mental and very superstitious, sub, uh, uh, spiritual cases. I've given you secrets. I've given you secrets. That's why you see some superstitious, fetish things, roots in families in the city. And you cannot trace where they came from. If the father father don't have it, the mother mother did not have it. It is not a, a health. Medicine cannot explain it. Many times it is because the mantle in the village that was supposed to pass on to the, the, the son, the son declined it. He was passed on to the children. But because of the parents' stubbornness to go back and claim it, they will make sure that that child will be rendered insignificant. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Look out for pattern. How many siblings do you have? How many uncles do you have? How many aunties do you have? How many, how many, what happened to your, okay, are you from a, 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 a broken home? Okay, so what happened? Uh, uh, what is the incident? Uh, how, 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 how many more uh, uh, cases of, of a broken marriages are there in the home? Ask, I'm done. One, one more, I'm done. One more. Number what now? Number seven, never do relationship in isolation. I'm done. Never do relationship in isolation. Papa, we are dating. You don't want to make it public. Ah! There's a difference between public relationship and private relationship. Private relationship is you are keeping your matters private. Public relationship is you are putting the relationship everywhere. So you can be private and not be public. Your pastor can know who you are dating. Your, 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 your mentor can know who, who is trusting you. Let somebody know. Be accountable to somebody. And meanwhile, your best friend does not count. Because your best friend lacks the discernment to advise you the way that I should advise you. Because they're already influenced by feelings and emotions. They are attached. Let somebody of higher authority, of a higher ranking, be aware. Never do relationship in isolation. Let's toast, let's, let's date. We will not tell anybody. Hey! I'm not even talking about them double dating on you. That one is even by the way. If you have sense, you will know. I'm talking of, about them, their lack of, of being under authority. You have to be under authority in your home. Who can you talk to? Who can you report your husband to that can talk to him? Who can you report your wife to that can talk to him? Meanwhile, his father and his mother does not count. His her father and her mother does not count because there are also feelings involved. They can be a part of your counselors, but they are not the oversight in your home. Are you guys listening to me? These things are basic things that cause issues in marriages. Basic things. 
that many fail to comprehend. Let's do relationship private. So you are dating in church or anywhere else. Your mentor does not know. Your pastor does not know. You are in the choir. Your choir director. He has not. Nobody knows. He's saying, let us keep it secret. Ah, that man lacks authority. It is switching you now because nobody knows that keeping it private. When you get married, you will cry alone in that home without a voice to hear you because you have not built a foundation that a voice can hold. Are you listening to me? I have three more, but I've been told that I should close. Can I end it? I should continue. I should just share briefly. Okay, 10 more minutes. Can we do 10 more minutes? Number, number what? Number eight. Avoid premature marriage conversations. Premature. No, 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 no. What is your pant size? What is your bra size? Must you buy pants for a woman you, you, you are dating? Eh? What is wrong with you? Out of all the things, what is underwear you are thinking? You just met somebody this week. Next week, I saw one fine underwear in the boutique. What is your size? Use your sense, uncle. No, 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 no. You are asking for bra size. That's the premature conversation. And that is how sex starts. No, 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 you have known that and she will tell you, oh, uh, Kelvin, you are so caring. Uh, I'm sorry, and I will turn and look at you. And I will turn to look at you, no, it's not, it's not this Kelvin, no, this is a gospel. It's Kelvin too, Kelvin clean, Kelvin clean. Okay, so sorry. So, uh, uh, Kelvin, you are so caring. How did you know my size is, is two, size 12? I wear size 12 down, I wear size 30 up. Premature conversation. That's how you are planting seed of lust. Now, Kelvin can no longer rest. They have given him sleepless night because of size 12 and size, size 22. Every night now he's thinking of how to invite you to his house to Netflix and chill. And when the brother said Netflix and chill, what he's talking about is net. May God give you understanding. We are in church. There are so many things I can't say. Even though I want to be real, there are so many things. Because there's a difference between Netflix and Netflix. May God give you understanding. Avoid premature conversations. How many children are we going to have? When are we going to have children? When are we going to have Those conversations are not valid for now. There are so many discussions that you have to postpone till later. Because you don't want to stay up what? Somebody talk to me. You don't want to stay up what? Stay up lost. No, 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 brother. No, no, no. Even some aunties. I don't know your relationship or if you have a covenant with boxers and singlets and white handkerchiefs. Every time you want to buy a gift, it's boxer, boxer. What is your problem? <laughs> they are wristwatches, deodorants, colognes, nice hats, nice, nice glasses. You don't want to spend money. So some of you won't buy boxer in public. Hey, some brothers have bought, have one boxer that the whole of Lagos have seen in, in traffic. You buy four, two, two fifty. You won't ask for one extra. You never give me jara. You never give me VC. And they buy for my boyfriend. There was a day I was in the bus. This auntie was buying singlets. You know those colored singlets they used to put in the pack? There is blue, yellow, white in the pack. There used to be three in a row inside the pack. One five that time. This auntie was buying singlets for the boyfriend inside the bus. Me, I was sitting at the back minding my business, but my business was, was not uh, minding me. And she was, she was pricing it. Man, can I help me choose the color where go fit out? For go slow. National singlets. Some brothers have won national singlets. What is your problem? We have other cravings, please. That was a good pair of shoes. And many things are expensive, by the way. Let me warn you. So all this, your love don't cost a thing. It's Nollywood and Hollywood. 
in Nigeria here, yeah, you must have money. That's why before you, you, you want to decide that you want to start a, a relationship leading to marriage. I'm not talking about you want to just have fun. I'm testing the waters. No. Relationship leading to marriage. Please have something doing. Sisters, make sure you are settling for a man who has a source of income. Nigeria don't have this. Are you listening to me? I'm not saying have an oil well. I'm not saying have, be, be the richest man. Some men may have no job. But their, their, their mentality and their ideas are even more expensive than the money in their, their, their hands. They have, they have a purpose, they have a goal. So he doesn't have a job. Ask him, what is your long-term and short-term plan? Maybe today we have a short nick and, uh, and, 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 and socks. They will come up and down. I want to get married. Short nick and socks. Come on, guys. Number what? Prioritize. See, this is where I'll be very serious. No jokes. Prioritize the things that are of most importance to you. So the first thing is, even yourself, you have to ask yourself, what is most important to me? What is most important? Number one, is relationship with God something that you can negotiate in a man? Auntie, can you negotiate your relationship with God? He's not a godly man. I can manage him. That one day for Bible. He's not a God-fearing man. I can uh, uh, PCC him. That one day. Some of you sisters that read financial management. It does not include marriage. Oh. Go and practice your financial management in the law firm or accounting firm. They don't cut your quote according to your size in marriage. Hey, I'm teaching so deep, but you may not be listening. They don't cut quote according to size in marriage. In other words, they don't manage. My manage material. They don't manage. Know the things that are of a priority to you. If your relationship with God is the ultimate, don't negotiate it. In, 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 on, on your way to marriage, there's what we call negotiable and non-negotiable. Negotiable are the things that you can forego that will not disturb your peace of mind or your relationship with God. Example, big, big bum bum is not a necessity in marriage. Whether you want to agree with me or not, if you are disagreeing with me, it means that it is your lust that disagree with me. Big bum bum is not a necessity. When you, 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 you appear before God, you will not hear, welcome, oh good, and fair to big bum bum. Is that what you hear? The response is, welcome, oh good, and fair to what? Servants. How well have you served God? Is the, is the prerequisite for heaven. Welcome, oh good, and fair to big bread. Some people talk, talk that kind of hands off. No, no power. No spiritual covering. Just all the things, all the grace he's supposed to use to give you spiritual covering. He has to cover his chest. What is most important to you? Can you forego for big bread for the kingdom? What was most important? I can negotiate him if you have. When I was still look, looking for, to, for, for a wife, I had a longing of big. I loved them voluminous, uh, 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 eloquent, vehemenous, give me English, fantabulous, bombabulous. And when God told me that that is your wife, first time I, I met my, my wife at, at the the airport. My brother, she was like fake, a substance of things not seen. But hoped for. I was anticipating that growth will come someday. My wife was like the promised land. Growth shall arrive. And dry bones. Here. Here. Hey. If I was looking out for those things, if that formed my priority, if that was my priority, that he must, she must have them big or else nothing, or he must be tall, that can handsome or else nothing, I would have missed out on the best woman in the world. If I had married somebody else, I would have married in error. 
I am married now, so I can tell you. Look at her now. Everywhere. Mommy, they will say, babe, you need to start working out. If I say this, you know, the, the image of God has been increasing too much now. Please let us bring it down. The image of God is too much. But then, so, I'm telling you that there are negotiables and there are non-negotiables. Negotiables are things you can forgo. If you don't know how to speak in tongues and you don't like speak, speaking in tongues, bye-bye, it's, it's a non-negotiable uh, factor. If you don't love to give, if you don't love tithing, if you don't love seeding, if, 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 you lack, if, if, if you reject accountability, if you don't like prayer, if you don't like duty, those are non-negotiable. You don't negotiate it. I'm not saying that you should be able to keep digits uh, 12 to 12, but like it. If you like it, I have a hope that you will grow. The Bible says from faith to faith, from deep to deep, from level to level. You don't just grow into, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a VG coordinator overnight. You grow from, you, you, you pray one hour in the night, next week you graduate, you add another 30 minutes, one hour 30 minutes, next week, that's how you grow. But if you don't like it at all, it's a problem to me. If you don't know how to speak in tongues, the gift of God can be given freely. I can't, I can't give it. But if you tell me that you don't like it, it's a, it's a concern to me. If you don't like, but, uh, uh, if you are the type that you, you don't read your, 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 your Bible for long hours, I may not have a problem. But if you tell me that you don't like Bible study, it's a concern to me. What are your negotiables? What are the things you can live without? I want her with, 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 with uh, 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 a catwalking woman. Relax, your catwalking. How many times have my wife catwalking marriage? And we are happy. Relax. It is not a foundation that can hold a marriage. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Are we together? Look for foundation. Foundation. Faith. Purpose. Spirituality. Leadership. Is he a good leader? And the work for Chevron is not leadership. Is he a good leader? You see, they, 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 they work for, for, for Chevron as the cleaner. Are you a good leader? Look for leadership. I say, woman, look for a man that has spiritual oversight over himself. Can this man give me spiritual security? Forget about his chest. Big chest, I'm going to go slap you for Lagos. Left and right, you will do nothing. Can you give me the spiritual necessity to ensure that that incident doesn't happen? Are you listening to me, somebody? Some men, some of you, uh, uh, sisters, you may have to settle for men that have big stomach but can, 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 can guarantee you priesthood. That a man with six packs and flat stomach, but the heaven does not, his voice is not even echoing in the court of Zion. God does not even know him. He opens his mouth, nothing happens. Is that the kind of husband you want? But you have big chest. Who big chest help? Last one, I'm done. Remember what? Are you in love or you are in need? Many times our relationships are poverty alleviation scheme. You are looking for a man because you have three sisters that need to go, go to school. You are looking for sponsorship. Tell the man I'm looking for a sponsor. Not a husband. The person that is asking you out, have you assessed him to know if he is in love with you or he is in need? Many times this is what they need. They need you. Are you in love with me or you are in need? Many men now, especially now, artists, let me help you. Especially now, the in thing now, in terms of marriage, is every man is looking for a financially dependent woman. Every man. Listen, listen. I say this to men in this room with all boldness and alacrity. The number one need, the number one responsibility, rather, of a man is to give a, a security and to provide for his household. If your wife can add to it, she's a blessing. 
is not a requirement. The Bible says Christ is the head of the man. Man is the head of the woman. Nothing changes that, right, that ranking. Nothing. Not even the, the situation of the, the, the economy. Nothing. Every man now, I want a man that will give 50-50. Relax. If she gives 20, she don't try. If she can give 10, she don't try. If she can't give anything monetary but can contribute, some of you men will need to, to reserve yourself to stay with a woman who can give you ideas more than her salon uh, money. Are you in love or in need? Papa, I have one of the questions I asked during premarital counseling. I'm done, I'm closed. One of the questions, very important question I asked during premarital counseling is, do you have any dependency? Do you have any dependency? What that means is, do you have anybody that is depending on you financially? Are you the one training your father, your mother, your siblings, your ancestors, everybody in the village? Let us know. I ask the woman, are you the one training your father, your mother? Because I know I'm a counselor, I can tell you, chief, so many of these issues come to my desk. Papa, I don't know. We are married now. My husband is training the sister. My husband is sending money to the village. My husband is the one paying rent. My wife, my wife sent money to the without telling me. Let us know what are the dependencies. Are you in love or you are in need? Many times it is not love. It is what it's because they've seen you as a, if you marry a, a man who needs you and doesn't love you, calamity. Because your your beauty cannot be consistent all through the marriage. There are days that you will not be looking makeup beautiful. There are when you get pregnant, the, the image of God in you will expand. If you, have, if you know that this man is loving you because of your beauty and you are succumbing on that factor, you are doing yourself a disservice. Of all people, you are doing yourself. When you get pregnant, the body will increase. The bones will be bigger. The, the, the bump of things. If you say, I'm looking for a slim woman, all those things will grow up. Two, three years in marriage. Your wife cannot look the same. Go and check. Go and investigate. You married a figure eight chocolate. Two, three years, it will not be the same. A disciplined woman will try to respect herself and control her discipline. Are you in love or you are in need? Are they in love with you or you are in they need you? Papa, I've trained again. I'm done. Papa, I've trained again in school. I'm training her in school. I'm training. Ay! So many instances like that. You, you, you. You train her in school, train her in school, you are paying school fees, paying school fees. And is she in love with you or she's in need? After the, the graduation, we hear Papa, uh, Papa he, she told me that she cannot do it anymore. She's no longer interested. And I, why would she be interested? You have given her biology and chemistry and, and industry. Without you knowing, the, listen, 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 I end with this. Listen, everyone, please look up. Make sure, and I'll be very careful with my words, make sure that the foundation upon which you are building anything, the relationship, the marriage, is strong. Focus on foundation. Focus on the foundation. Papa, what do you mean? By that, I mean the things that can hold the marriage are the things that will sustain the marriage later. The things that can hold the marriage, Papa, help us. What are these foundational structures that we should look out for first? Please, by all means, Philippians 2.2, 2, the Bible says, I love the scripture. The Bible says, make my joy complete. Be yoked with people with like mind. You can check it out, Philippians 2.2. 2. Yoked with people with like mind that have the, it's in the Bible, it's not me. This is what I'm teaching in the Bible. Bible says, 
make my Jesus, God was telling us to make his joy complete by being like-minded in spirit, in understanding, in wisdom, being like-minded. What that means is do what pleases the Lord first. Your foundation. Make sure you check for spirituality. Make sure you check for finances. Make sure they have a stable income or stable ideas like I'm doing stable income. Number three, make sure that that person, I'm talking about both men and female, not just male, male specific. Make sure that that person is submissive to an authority. Papa, this guy have nobody that, that's speaking over him. That guy is a calamity waiting to happen. Nobody talks to him. Nobody can, 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 can talk him off or talk him down. Ay, ay. Run away. Run away from such a man. When the chips are down, you have no, nobody to talk to. Lastly, if you are to build a supernatural home, one of the things that you are going to kill totally is your flesh. Somebody say my flesh. You must bring your flesh under the system of submission. You must bring your flesh under it by abstaining from sexual immorality. Papa, we don't have sex, but we just kiss around. They are still occurrences of evil. The Bible says they are appearances of evil. They are fruit, the fruit of every tree is the same as the tree. Yes or no? Because if you plant that seed, the tree will, will pop up. Papa, we don't go in, we go out. It is still an appearance of what? Evil. Papa, we only kiss, kiss and romance. It is still an appearance of what? Evil. On that, the Bible says we should flee. Ah, somebody is here, yeah, is now grieving. Papa, so I'll be in a relationship, I will not kiss. Yes! Have you ever seen somebody kissing and thinking of how, how, how Jesus died for them? Okay, I'm kissing my woman, I'm thinking of how Jesus went to Calvary. My thoughts are corrupt. My actions will follow suit. My mind follows immediately. Everything corrupts you from the up, down. So you avoid them. Any man that wants to have sex with you with the promise of marriage is a calamity. For that, the Bible says run away. Run away from such a man. If a man loves you, they will wait. They will wait. They will wait. Don't give yourself so cheap. They will wait. And the man that waits for you is a man that will treasure you. A man that waits. And even as men, somebody told me that if you don't have sex, you'll be having a headache. <laughs> I laughed. Because somebody like, oh, for non license, headache would have killed us. Those things are just lies that the enemy is selling to you so that you can do it. Papa, how do we know that they are fertile? How do, if we don't have sex now, how do we know that uh, she'll be able to get, have, have children? Ah, you men of little faith. You have not even married yet. You are thinking of how you will not have children. You see how we plant seed even with our thoughts. Can you just trust in the Lord? How did you know that you, you will graduate? You got into school and you had the assurance that you will graduate, right? Trust God. No try and error. Have we been blessed? Can we just rise up and pray the Holy Ghost? Just rise up and pray the Holy Ghost. Erusta Fakira, Vegeni, Esofeliza, Resonite, Neviliante, Vekina. Just pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, I thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. I refuse to be he a hearer only. I refuse to be a hearer only. I want to do your word. I want to ask your word. I want to live your word. Restore, Fenedias, Tegakina, Erun, Fenedina, 
Give me the grace to be strong. These points that you've shared with me, Lord, give me the grace to remember them when it matters most. Let me not succumb to the desires and the demands of the world. Let me not succumb to the demands and the desires of my flesh. Give me the grace to be strongly principled, to say no and let that no be no, to say yes and let that yes be yes. Give me the grace, O oh Lord, to stand on my non-negotiables and say this I cannot let go of, this I cannot give in. Give me the grace not to settle. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. I refuse to marry wrong. I refuse to marry in error. I refuse to make a mistake. Somebody prophesy into your home. Veraste, Empenye, Venakira, Elumpene, Renton Fenediante Fila, Reganene, Entopelia, Veresti and Keriantele, Regadene, Regadene, Vegadiva Gadiva Rani, Entele Viliaste. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I've been made strong. I have been strengthened. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can you put your hands together for Jesus? We can do better. It's for Jesus. We can do better. I can see some of us who are still clapping very. It's for Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Are we blessed? Can we shout a blessed hallelujah? Amen. If you've been blessed, shout a blessed hallelujah. Amen. You can be on our seats, please. I mean, this was a really good session, right? Really good session. Really good session. Great. Amazing. Um, thank you so much, Uncle Addison. That was really beautiful. Thank you so much, sir. We're going to the next session, and it's the Q&A. How many of us have questions? As they were talking, or as Uncle Addison was talking, you know, you just started having some questions. If you have questions, please wave your hand. You have questions. Okay, because we're going to pass papers for the questions. So if you have questions, somebody will come and meet you and give you a paper to write your question. You have questions? Please just raise your hand well so that they can see you. All right, thank you. All right, you have questions. There's someone here. There's someone there. There's someone here. Okay. Go again. Any questions? Okay, I can see two hands at the back there. Okay, I can see this brother from there. So we have... Okay. All right. So Zainab is going to be helping moderate this session. She'll be asking the questions and all of that. Can we celebrate Zainab? Thank you. Please let's jam our hands together for Uncle Alison. I want us to say thank you, Uncle Alison. Thank you so much, sir. We're very blessed. So I'm going to, we, we, we created questions online from, because uh, it's an online community, so we don't have everybody here. So I'm going to start with those questions. And then you can also, okay, then you can also, um, the papers are going to be passed across. So let's just jot down questions that we have during the course of. So I'm going to get it and also ask. Praise God. Are we ready? Okay, so sir. Is there another mic that we can give Uncle Alison? Okay. Okay. So the first question I have here is, is there really just one person for you? The idea of the one, is it a Bible concept or a human concept? 
Praise God. Good afternoon, everyone. You just asked two questions. Hope you go. Is there really one person? Like, was it Sarah that was designed for Abraham? Abi? That's the question you just asked. Now, the con- let me start from the concept of one. The concept of one is a recognition of the spirit that this is your spouse. Are we together? The concept of one is when the Holy Spirit recognizes that two of you have agreed to work together. That is why, if you listen to the prophecy spoken at Isaiah, he did not say Mary will be a child. He said a virgin. Are you getting it? He did not say it will be Mary that will bring forth a child. He said what? A virgin. And when the time came, a virgin made herself available and her name was what? Mary. So, it is not just one person that was created for you to marry. Do you understand me? Like, this person is not like, your destiny is to marry this person. Okay? It is your availability and your purpose alignment that brings together. It is when you now come together, it becomes what? It becomes a union of one in Christ. But not one person is destined that this person is supposed to be the wife of Uncle Allison. Or the husband of... My name is Hilda. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> or the husband of Hilda. Do you understand? But purpose word brought us together. The willingness to do God brought us together. What God looks at is the heart of the person that is ready to carry out the assignments. Do you understand? He looks at the heart of the person ready to carry out this assignment. That is why he said, I sought for a man and I found no one. So when your heart is ready, he pairs. Not because it has been destined that it is so, 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 so book of the Bible that this person will marry this person. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I just wanted to add to what my wife has said. Listen, be, just relax yourself, okay? So, um, can we help with the noise? Is it from there? We can actually share one mic if, if it works. We can actually share one, okay? So I'll give this to you. Okay, hallelujah. Listen, whoever asked that question, and for so many of us who have similar concerns, rest, rest your mind. There is no such thing as if you don't marry someone, and if you don't marry one person and you miss that person, you have missed your wife. That is threats, spiritual threats. <laughs> okay, relax. So many uh, motiv- uh, 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 motivational speakers say that it's not bible okay so if that's your question it's not bible there is no one person that if you don't marry that person you have missed it like like rest okay rest there is no one person however there is a tribe so that's the caveat there's a tribe of people god wants you to marry from not a person god wants you to marry a tribe of people god wants you to marry from so that 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 word from makes the 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 answer very elaborate what i mean by that is God wants you to marry a believer. God wants you to marry someone that loves him. I just told you Philippians 2, 2 says, make my joy complete by being like-minded. 
Bible says, Amos 3.3 3 says, can two walk together if they don't agree? Okay, a scripture says, can light and darkness have any relationship? So those are the tribe of people. I'm just giving you a tribe, a tribe of lights, a tribe of agreement, a tribe of people who share one mind. So if, so this is how it works. If, this, if, I'm still, if I was still single, and thank God I'm no longer single, I found my own lights. Uh-huh, hallelujah. You'll find your own in Jesus' name. So if I'm checking out these three sisters in front, and they are all believers, they are all believers. They all satisfy the, the principle of spirituality. Kai, do you guys know what the, the principle of spirituality means? Do you, do you know? Just wait. It is a learning class, so let's learn if we don't know. Okay, there's a principle that is not to be negotiated. And that is a principle of marrying into a tribe of light. That means that person must be a believer, must be born again in simpler ways. So that means that don't marry anybody who is not born again. Simple. Don't say he's not born again. He'll be born again tomorrow. Let the person be born again tomorrow and meet me tomorrow. Okay? So somebody will say, but the Bible says we should love our neighbor. The Bible says love your neighbor as yourself. We did not say marry your neighbor. Did you see marry your neighbor? He said you should love your neighbor. So because somebody will say, so if they are not believers, I cannot uh, marry them. Yes! The Bible did not say marry your neighbor. He said love. If they are not believers, I can love them. If they are, if they are, they are Muslims, I can love a Muslim. I have uh, Muslim friends I love. But should I marry a Muslim? No. Should I marry a non-believer? No. Should I love them? Yes. I've obeyed love your neighbor. But the Bible doesn't say marry your neighbor. Okay? So if these three ladies are entering my eye and they are like a sister to me, okay, and they are now believers, whether they are in church or not, whether they are, they are worshiping the same church, I met them in different places and they are all believers. And I want to choose. So your question is, is this one the only one that God has given me and not these two? No, this is what you should do. This is what I did in my own time. And this is what you should do. So amongst the three of them that are believers, that are God-fearing, that love the Lord, choose the one that is nearest in meaning to what you are looking for. Choose the one that is nearest in compatibility. Do you understand? The three of them will not like the same thing that I like. The three of them will not have this, the same mindset I'm looking for. The three of them will not have the same level of purpose or direction of, of career path I'm looking for. That is the thing. So I'm, between the three of them, I will pick the one that I'm most compatible with. So if I marry the, the first sister and not the other two, even though they are believers, it does not mean that I'm married, I've not married God's will. It does not mean at all. It means that I found out inside of a tribe of people, I found the one that best suits me. So, in a tribe, look for the person that best suits you. However, the problem is that we are always looking outside our tribe. That's what the problem is. So, look within your tribe, and the tribe is a believer, born again. And meanwhile, I attend Redeem, and he attends a, 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 a winner's chapel. It's not, we are believers, so. You guys understand what I'm saying? So, because... Some, some, uh, uh, for many of us now, you are, you are a redeemer and you must marry inside a redeemer. Anybody that's not a redeemer is not a believer. That's not Bible, no. That's not Bible. Okay, please know. If you are, you are, you are winner's chapel, you must marry inside winner's chapel. Some, some believers have sworn over their dead body not, not to marry outside their church. It's wrong. Even inside the church, you are doing uh, uh, denominational separation. It's wrong. Okay, the Bible does not say marry from a particular church. It says marry from a particular tribe. Of believers, simple. Shikena, thank you. Thank you, sir. Please let's jam our hands together.
Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. Okay, so the next question is, you know, while teaching, you mentioned something about when you see patterns in the family of whoever you are to get married to, you have to be wary. So now the question is that, do you leave when you see a pattern that, do you leave the relationship when you see a pattern that is not a funny one? And what, what do you do, especially when God has told you that this is the person? Okay, praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you a, a, a story. There was this lady that came to me, and what was her? They love each other, but the guy's family, they die early. It has just been happening like that. So I asked her a question. Can you carry this weight? Can you stand in the gap? Are you listening to me? Can you break it? Even in homes where there are no patterns. There are still battles. So adding extra means you have to go extra. It means you have to there will be more sacrifices, to be sincere. You're covering your children. You're, you're, you know, we, we are not separated from patterns either. If you've been following my husband so well, you will know he came from a broken home. So, will I say because he came from a broken home, he's not worthy of being married to? Do you understand? I've had uncles who are not doing well in their marriages too. I have an uncle that is married to his third wife now. Do you get? So, these are patterns. It's, they are happening. We, we have our own. So if you have your own, note it and say, okay, am I able to fight this battle? Can I, can I stretch it? Eh? You know, some of us, we don't, have, we, we don't like stress in prayer. We don't like stress. All we want to do is come to church, worship God, drive our car and go back home. Are we ready? Some, some people, they are not ready to carry extra battle. They want to pray for you. Some women now, you, their, their statement is all I owe to this world is my children. Pray for my children and that's all. But if you're able to stand in the gap and say it ends with me, just like Anne, my husband. My husband has been saying it, that it ends with him. Abusive marriage, he experienced it with his parents. He ends, he keeps, it's a confession he keeps making. We brought it together. So these are battles we're saying, okay, we are fighting it together. We are intentional. So we know that there is a battle. And we are ready to win over it. So if you're ready to fight over that pattern, which you know, and the person you're getting married to is in agreement to fight with you, go ahead. Okay, and also please, uh, what battles are you fighting now? Because some, some of us, we, we think this marriage, this kingdom marriage thing is, is trial lock. We think it's, it's uh, Katarina and Sebastian. Or when you are mine, uh, Diego and Paloma, you just enter. I used to watch it. Uh, <laughs> when they want to use long story, deceive us when we were young. <laughs> so, so some of you think is what, what I'm trying to say is you think everything is easy, just giving to you. You've watched so many Romeo and Juliet. It's not like that. So what my wife is saying is very explicit. So add to it, what battles are you fighting now? Okay, okay. Better put, what can your prayer do now? So, for instance, there, is a case, there are cases of, of mental issues reoccurring in his family. Uh, the sister, sister, the uncle's uncle, you want to pray. Some of us, be careful, oh. please tell your neighbor, be careful. 
I know I'm saying it because some of us think it's a wish. You will see a, 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 a person that is full of battle. You that you have not fought any battle as a single. You have not prayed for your headache. When you have small headache, you are looking for, for pharmacy everywhere in, in uh, Ojo Eleba to go and buy Panadol. You have not laid hands on your stomach to pray for your stomach ache. You have not, some of you have not even prayed for your mother's illness. Your, your father lo lost his job. You have not even prayed. Some of you are having, see, some of you, there are battles even in your immediate family. No, in your family, they don't know you as a prayer warrior. Hey, do you know that there are some people that are in your family, when they are looking for people who will pray, they don't call them. <laughs> you are looking at me. <laughs> when they are looking for, hey, let us call my daughter to pray. Ooh, daughter is no, they don't remember you in prayer. What I'm saying is, for to you that ask the question, and to you that have similar challenges, please, what can your prayer do now? So measure your level in the spirit now with the battle you go and face later. So if you know that you, you don't have power for Fiji, you don't even think it. You know that you, you don't have power for long prayer. When they say, let us pray, five minutes, you are tired. Ah, just remove your hands from, from problem. That's what my wife is saying. That's what I'm adding. If you don't have the prayer power, forget about it. But if you know that God told you, like the question said, God told her, that means God has given you the, the, uh, the head start on the battles ahead and asking you to prepare for it. So if you know you have the capacity to be fighting with it and with that, not be every day to depress me for night. Now you say you want Mario. No, did anybody force you? No, Papa, they are pressing me in the back. They are pressing me in the God has told you that this battle, they will press you. So you be ready to press people. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay, quickly. So the next question says, is it possible for one to stop having all the mushy, mushy, butterfly feeling in the belly in a relationship? If yes, what can one do? If no, give reasons why. Let me just answer that because of time. Listen, uh, you that, that cockroach, if it's not lying, you rest. You don't go and buy stomach sanitizer. <laughs> Some of us, we don't sanitize both our stomach, heart, brain, everywhere. Sanitize it. Okay, so listen, if you're having urges, I believe what the person is asking is being a man. Okay, if you're a man, if you are being a man, if you don't understand what it means to be a man, if you're a man and you don't understand what it means to be a man, please visit the nearest hospital. There's something wrong with you. Seriously. So check. Uh -huh. So if, if you are being a man, then it's not a sin. Listen, it's not a sin to have an erection as a man. As a woman, it's not a sin to have urges as a woman. It's not. The sin is the, the fruit of those urges. So what are you using those urges to do? So the product of the urges is where the sin is. Are we together? So say, I am feeling some, I'm having butterflies, I'm having the itchy. You are human. As a matter of fact, if you are not having those cravings, you should, they should check you. Uh, one of the things I ask during premarital counseling is when you are together, do you have, are you attracted to this woman? It's a honest, I, I don't ask it during relationship. I ask it at premarital counseling. This one's, their wedding is in December, is in January. Uh -huh. You don't have to know. I ask, when you are together with this auntie, do you used to, I ask, when you are together with, 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 with him, your body, does it, if it does not shake, visit the nearest hospital. Something is wrong with you. As a man, you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like a man. Maybe you should co consult Go and check. Are you okay? Your libido okay? Your sex drive is it okay? There must be something wrong. We are adults here. Don't if you like look at me. You know what I'm saying? 
And I'll look at you eyeball to eyeball, you cannot beat me. Check. Some men know that they, they, they have issues with their something. They know. Some, okay, for instance, I'm elaborating the, 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 the question because there are so many lessons here we need to know now that we have, it's early. Some persons must, must have had sexual exploits in, in, in the past before they came to Christ. And they've had sexually transmitted disease. Let me help you. Let me just help you for the sake of this conference. Being born again does not remove your genital gonorrhea. You gave your life to Christ does not cure weak ejaculation. Uncle, pretend that you are not hearing me, but hear me. You gave your life to Christ does not cure, uh, I have uh, a sexually tra transmitted disease. Please, after giving your life to Christ, give yourself to the hospital. Give yourself to drugs. Many people confuse being saved and being healed. It's not the same. Listen, as a lady in your past life, you've, you, you, you know, had uh, a sexual uh, exploit with men and you got pregnant and your womb is damaged. When you give your life to Christ, your womb is not repaired immediately. And let me just inform you, because I had a case like that. They came to me during uh, a counseling and the woman was saying that when she was, she was still single, she had sex, she got pregnant, she did an abortion. The abortion was not prop, uh, properly evacuated. It damaged her womb. The doctor told her she knew quite all right. Then she became born again. And she believed that as she became born again, the issue has, has, has sorted. So my anger, I wish I'm very angry, even in this room now. I'm angry in my spirit. Is that she did not tell the husband. It's wrong. That marriage, that, that marriage is null and void. You married on deceit. It's wrong. You didn't tell your husband that you did an abortion, your womb is damaged. He now married you based on love and trust. Two years later, the, the reason why the issue came to my death was two years later, no pregnancy. And she had been avoiding all manner of tests. So when I inquired on her and I pressed on her with the Holy Spirit, she now told me that, Papa, uh, it all started in 1992. Please, as you are listening to me now, single, avoid it all started in 1992. Avoid it. If you know that you have endangered your body, your body's natural system, I believe you understand what I mean. As a man, you know that you are seeing stuff coming out from the private. You don't feel like a man. Please, in your saved nature, seek help. Seek help. As a woman, you know that uh, something is wrong. You have an infection as well. Many people at their wedding night, they give each other infection. Carelessness. Carelessness. You are single and you don't check. Why? I'm, I'm saved. I'm born again. Fantastic. Your soul is saved, not your body. Are we together? So you get saved. You're, 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 you get saved as a saved person with a broken womb. You have to seek healing for the, the body. You have received healing from the soul, which is salvation. You don't have to seek healing for the body. Tell your man. So this question, it is okay to have those urges. But what you do with them is a sin. The Bible says it is okay to be angry, but in your anger, do not revenge. Do not retaliate. Let the fruit of your anger still produce love. We can carry that scripture and apply it here. You can have erections. You can have, you are a man, you are a woman. You have urges, you have feelings. You can feel it. If you don't have it, there's something wrong with you. Seek help. But what you do with this is a problem. What you do? Are we together? Yes, sir. I'm sorry, I have to say it to Please, if you know you're in this room and you have issues, I don't want to hear 
Papa, hide my identity. I will not hide any identity. And when you come to me in your marriage, I don't have advice for you. The only advice I have for you is to go and pray. I'm telling you now, avoid the, the problem. If you don't want to listen, when you come, two years, three years, the only advice I can give you is to do what? Go, I'll give you 32 days fasting and prayer. You will do like this. Now when you don't want to hear what? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay, so we have a question here that says, for a relationship destined for marriage, and then fornication starts between the couple, does this mean the union should be annulled, or do they go ahead to marry? Relationship is destined for marriage. There's marriage in future, but then fornication starts. That future is in five years' time, because some people can date in their future where they finish it. So fornication started. So do they go ahead with their union, or... Should they go ahead? Yes. Yes. See, you know, when they are talking to you, they are preaching to you, they are telling you to check pattern. Eh? It's not necessarily because you, you don't have a problem. You're going to check people's own. One of the things that happened to us seated here is that we refuse to look at ourselves first before we check the other person. Fornication don't just happen. Like, you do not just meet in the room and it happens. You've been fighting it. You've been trying it. Are you listening to me? You've been imagining it. And you know it's not right though. You still invited each other to meet in a private place. I'm not that kind of counselor that will tell you if you've had fornication, rise up, repent, and go and get married. You saw sin before you. You fell into it. That means you're struggling with something. Why not leave and get healed? Babe, I don't think you can visit me today. I don't understand the way my body is doing me. Is it too much to say? Some of them subscribe their message to when they're saying before. Now, do you agree with what I'm saying? I don't like the way my body is doing me today. Please. Let's see next week. Let's meet at Crunchy's either. Are you following me? Babe, I don't, I don't understand the way my, my, my body, the, the last time we hugged, I don't understand the way it did me. Can we stop hugging? We, know, we get the signal for sex before it happens. That's what I'm trying to say. We get it. And it starts by kissing is not a sin. That's how it used to start. Hugging, hugging tightly is not a sin. That is how it used to start before you know it. These things, they don't just happen. They grow. They grow. The day you gave him permission to kiss you, something is growing. The day you gave him permission to touch your lap, something is growing. And before you know it, when you're in a private place together, you cannot hold your body together. And then you say you're falling into sin. How did you fall? So there's sins. If you know that there is something happening to you with this particular person and you want to keep it holy, please speak out. I don't like the way my body is doing me when I'm with you privately. Can we be meeting? See, the day you confess it, the devil flees from you. Can we be meeting Instead of coming to your house, let's meet at crunches. Wear all eyes. 
can see us. These are ways to go. If you've fallen into this temptation, not once, not twice, not three times, you have a problem. Separate. Build your relationship with God. One thing that happens, I've learned in marriage, is that the way we lived our life when we were single, it plays inside the marriage. Because the signal my husband is receiving from me is that if he had slept with me when we were single, I would have had it in mind that he wouldn't be able to control himself now that we are married. If I had given in, trust can be broken. I'm telling you these things. Are you listening to me? So when you feel that way, the way you are feeling, you've, you, you, you're, you had marriage in view, and some of you, you date too long. You just be seeing yourself together everywhere. Three years, marriage in view. Four years, marriage in view. Five years, marriage in view. People are just together. You're still cutting. You're planning marriage, marriage in view. Why would you fall in sin? So please, these are, these are some of the things to keep yourself, keep yourself away. I'm not judging anybody, but what I'm trying to say is that if you're falling into sin, separate and build yourself. Tell yourself, let's not meet for a while, please. Let, let me get my, let me get my standing. You too, get your standing. And this is how things, this is how to salvage all of the situation. Praise the Lord. Okay, someone is asking. Okay, okay. Is there such a thing as love at first sight? Yes. The answer yes. is yes. So you can meet someone today and the first, just meeting the person, you are already in love. I think many people, many people don't understand the concept. This marriage thing is a mystery. You guys be careful. Can we be careful? This love at first sight of where you, you, you don't, you don't, you Why I said yes is because after love at first sight, you build. I can, I can just come into a place and I'm loving this girl. Do you get it? Babe, I think what they are confusing is attraction at first sight. <laughs> it's not love. Love is built. It's attraction. What are you, you just saw somebody, you just, what, are, okay, what? Give that person a mic to tell us what they are loving. Many don't know. You are attracted as well. You see breasts, you like. Tell us. Don't say you love. I love breasts at first sight. I love Bob Bob at first sight. I love his, his body build. F- Be honest. Nobody will, will beat you. As, babe, it's attraction they mean. Are we not still loving each other till now? Are we not still finding ways to love each other the more? Are we not still learning about each other? About ways to, to please each other? About ways to love each other? We are still... Love does not end. It's a continuous building. So is that love at first sight? No! Is that attraction at first sight? Yes! I'm attracted to you. I get to know you. Just spoke about friendship. I'm attracted to you. Let me get to know you. Let us build friendship. I'll pray about it. So even if during the friendship you are loving the person, you are still studying that person. Where are you rushing to? You just see somebody you don't love. Ah, uh-uh. you know we are loving. Do you know if he's a kidnapper? I love oh, Holy Spirit. And many times you say, Holy Spirit just told me that that is the word. Such a person, eh? when they were looking for a job, 
Holy Spirit did not just tell them to enter this company. That's the job. Do you get it now? When they were looking for, for a business uh, idea, Holy Spirit did not tell them, start, start, start frying Akara and you'll be a millionaire. Holy Spirit did not tell them. They applied to 20 organizations looking for one job. How many times they are praying, they'll bring 20 company names to God. Father, choose one for me. All of a sudden, they have, you, you have seen man, fine man with big chest. God just told me. God told me. Don't tell you anything. Relax. Nothing he told you. If you want to see, it's not magic. It's what we are teaching. You have to have a history with God. God told you. I don't doubt you, but what has God told you before? Many of us think that it is when we want to get married. Angel will just come and sit down. Bam! Oh yeah. Marry Amaka. Amaka is the right one. Let me tell you, I've told you. No. What history do you have with God? What history do you have with the Holy Spirit? What has he told you before? That has even worked or not worked? What have you obeyed before? Now you, you want to obey the instruction that Ikechi is, is your wife. What other instructions have you obeyed before? You were sick. Have you prayed? The headache you had, did you, did you pray and say, Lord, tell me what hospital to go, what drugs to take, the jobs you, were, you, you have been busy applying for. Did, did, did God tell you to go to that, that, that office? No. You have zero history with God. All of a sudden for marriage, God is telling you that Amaka is the one and John is the man. Really? What history do you have? It's attraction at first sight. You are attracted to, to him or her. You like what you see. Let's be honest and, 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 and call the spade a spade. Say love. You have to build it up. Build. Every day you keep building it up. Every day. Even if you are, you are, you are celebrating your, your 20 years anniversary. You are still a, a, a bricklayer in that marriage. You are still building. Please don't be deceived. Relax. If it is somebody you like. I'm a, this is why I like Oibo sometimes. They will just tell you, I'm attracted to you. It's simple. I'm attracted to you. I like what I see. Can I get your number? Can we talk sometime? Can I call you? Can we hang out? Many guys don't even know how to toast a woman. You just see a woman today. God says, I should marry you tomorrow. That if don't pass, it is outdated. Hello, lady. My name is Alison. Can I get to meet you? Do you live around here? Do you walk around here? Can I have your number? <laughs> Can I have your number? Can I call you sometime? Is this number on WhatsApp? Can I WhatsApp you? Many times, some will talk. See, we need to have another. You, need, you, you guys need to bring me back for a session on, on how to properly woo a woman. Many of you br brothers don't know. And many of you sisters don't know how to, to receive women. Some brothers can be so very, I don't know, uncultured. You met a woman at a bus stop today. You collected a number. You know, when I love the woman, reach out. I'm giving her 20 minutes call. And you last time I tell you, are ignoring me, Abby. This is the guy you met at Ariaria Market. Come on! You are a baby. You call us, call to a relax. Sometimes, the principle of wooing a woman, when you collect a number today, it is there is no covenant. You don't have covenant with MTN. It's not compulsion. You call her the same day. Sometimes you wait a day or two. Show that you two, you are busy. You are giving the woman just my 20 minutes call. You don't have you don't have work. You are a lazy man. You don't have other things to think about. Sometimes spare her that day, spare her two days, spare her a week. I just call and say, Oh, I've, I've just been, I've just been, you know, I, the, 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 the guy you met last last week at the at the mall, at the the, the 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 supermarket. Can we are you are you busy this weekend? Are you free this weekend? Can we do tea or coffee? 
It's not corn. Mok will go chop corn. It's definitely will go chop corn for root. Some of you will be eating beer by the roadside. Nonsense relationship you people are doing. You don't even have class in your relationship. Very local relationship. What kind of men are, 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 are you? You don't have prestige. Some of you have not taken a woman to a classy restaurant before. Every day, Amala, Amala. Let's eat Amala. Mama put. <laughs> What's your business with uh, uh, 100 naira rice and took Mama? 100 naira rice took Mama. And you, a woman, you don't follow. He's taking me out. He's going to feed you. He's not taking you out. There's a difference between I'm taking you out and I'm feeding you. Brothers, learn to be classy. Take a woman out to a place where a waiter will wait on, on your table. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not every time you go, go, carry woman, go somewhere, they pine her. Give me two, 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 two fufu. Give me two. Uh -uh. Let, this, let, let somebody wait on, on the, the table. Get a menu. Sometimes take her to a place where you will use uh, Bluetooth to scan the, the menu. And you just, you know, galvanize her. Make her, she don't already, she don't already fall. You don't know all this thing. Bring me back next time to, to teach you all this thing. Okay, so our next question is, how do you manage a stingy partner? One, and then the second... See, see what they talk. <laughs> it's two, man. If marriage is, in, is a term called union, why is it difficult for some women to support financially in the union, knowing fully well that we are a team? Praise the Lord. You cannot manage stinginess. For God so loved the world that he did what? If you love someone, you express it. You express it in one naira. You express it. I've not seen a mother. Saying this 1,000 naira is for my hair. And then when his child, her child is in need, she hides it from him. I've not seen. I've not seen. Any woman or man who is not capable of buying you a gift. See, there is no excuse not to give. In this 21st century, if you can load your phone, you can give. If you can buy data, you can give. Sometimes you see a man will tell you, don't mind that I'm not giving you anything now. No, I want to give you a car. I want to give you a big thing. It's a lie. Are you hearing me? In fact, in this generation, men things are more expensive than a woman's thing. Carry 20,000, you can play around with two dresses, three dresses. You cannot buy a shoe of 20,000 for a man. Because their things are that expensive. Are you listening to me? So if a man is stingy on you, ladies, she, he doesn't love you. I'm, I'm telling you, if he promised you to be giving you later, when you know that he loves his phone, when you know that he's eating every day, when you know he's paying his rent, if he promised you to be giving you later, that's how he'll be promising you later. That later will never come. And the same goes for you, auntie. Are you listening to me? To answer the second question, this financial issue is bringing a whole lot of issues in marriages today. 
I just had one recently. Are we online? Are we online? I just had one, I just had one recently. See, apart from you ladies, eh, getting married to somebody who has money or somebody who is capable of providing all your needs, it is wisdom. It is wisdom for you as a lady to have your money. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? It is what? It is wisdom. Please. I know that the man is the head of the home. Eh? And I know he loves you so much that he gives you everything in the house. You too love yourself so much that you also know that you are a builder of a home. Like my husband said, she might not have money, but if she has ideas to produce money. Another thing with this marriage is you build. Some of us don't understand that when you get married, you are still building. It, things will not just happen, bad. things will not just happen. Are you listening to me? Things will not just happen. So the way you are patient with a man to get a job, uncle, you to be patient with your wife to get a job. And if she does, it's a teamwork. Two things I used to advise. If you people want to work on joint accounts, that is when marriage, because this money thing is what is bringing problems. There is no sincere, you see believers lying because of money. Some men don't want to expose their account. We're not in the marriage class, but I will say they how much they are earning to their wives. They don't want the wife to know the income. They're not entrepreneurs. They are working in an establishment that they are being paid, but they don't want to expose how much they are being paid to their wives. And the woman here is saying, okay, because this man is like this, me too, I will be hiding some of my things with them. Transparency will help grow your finances better at a relationship. So in a relationship, please, if you're dating, you have no business with joint accounts. If you're dating, keep your money in your own account that has your name. Don't save in his account. Don't save in her account. Before they will serve you breakfast and carry your money. Because most time, the breakfast stories we are, we are receiving is not because the person even left. It's because they left with their money. We were doing a joint account. I was saving my money in his account. And now the person is not picking. He's not picking my call. This is recently what did my husband was trying to handle. The girl collected a loan on her name for this brother. It's not, it's not a laughing matter. It's, it's that serious. Till now, we're not, we don't know where the brother is. And the girl is trying to pay over how many millions? I, be, I trusted in his dreams. I trusted that we were going to make profit out of it and pay back the loans. Are you seeing where this is leading us to? So please, when you're dating, be transparent. We did not say safe together. If you're willing to, okay, this is how we are doing it. But once you're married, your finances become one. It becomes one. You and see, find a way on how to be supportive. Most times I say, supportive might not be that you have the finances to give. Supportive might be the way you manage the things around your home. Are you listening to me? 
So there, there are so many things to be taught, but it's deeper. When you, when you, get, you understand it better when you get married. You don't have it now, like I was sharing, that my husband was sending money while we were dating. I had, need, I had wants for it. I would have just wanted to buy him a dress, ride boo boo boo. How much did I bring? When we got married, I showed him my account. I said, see all the money you've been sending to me, 300000 He was shocked. And guess what? It helped us because we just got married that period. It helped us, that 300000 helped us to fix some things in the house. So most times, if you don't need the money, if you don't, you, there is no competition, no. Are you people hearing me? There, there is no competition. You want to buy a wig, you want to wear shoes, you want, there is no competition with anybody. Go the way you can afford it. Go with your own flow, not with anybody's flow. Because in this marriage, yes, as the head is providing, you as a wife, be a good manager of resources. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, babe. I'm sorry, just a minute. Let me just touch on men, okay? Because we are, we are guys. Men, let me just help us a bit. Or sh should I not? <laughs> you know, say my, my own hammer. <laughs> okay, guys, listen. No man is too stingy for the woman he loves. No man. So if you are, if you are not giving to your, your, your woman, you don't love her. You don't love her. See, all men have a competitive mentality. Men, you will agree, even though you will not nod your head now, but you agree with me, you can relate. You, can, you, you see things on other women that you wish your wife, your woman is wearing. You see nice, I don't know, even as you are, you are married, there are some nice shoes I see of some women. And I ask them, please, this shoe, what is it called? In case I won't go market. Let me not be saying, I saw one shoe like that. Just tell me the names. And I will write it, if I show you my draft on my phone, so many names of hair, names of, of, of shoe, names of, of, I just see them, I love them. And I, even though I don't have the money now, I know that it's in the budget. No man is stingy for the woman he loves. No man. You have to give out. We're not saying give out a million. You are working and you are earning 10K. Devote 500 naira for her. In your mentality, use it as a tight. You are tightening to your wife. You guys, you need to, to, to bring me back, us back. So many things you need to learn. You don't know, there's something called tightening or giving to your wife. And you have to be intentional about it. Every month, if it is 10K, remove 500 naira and send her a charge card. Nobody will beat you. If it is 20K, remove uh, a 1K. Give to your woman. Send her a charge card. And many men don't know how to give. You don't know how to give. See, the lady that asked this question, if you inquire a lot, you may see that the man gives but not as, as much as she would have liked. And it's not her fault, it's the man's fault. Take for instance, guys, let me just teach you this. If you want to give to a, a, a woman, to your woman, or a woman, don't pack everything at once. When a man is giving, a man should not put all his eggs in one basket. If you give a woman the whole of Surulele this week, and for one month you don't give her anything, I'm not giving her anything, though. you don't know women, look at them very well. Am I wrong or right? Give her the whole of Nigeria. After two months, baby, I'm not brought me anything, but I gave you Nigeria. The whole coat of arms, the national flag. So, many times, it is not like you are, you are not giving. You don't know how to give. Let me teach you. Spread it out. Okay? Don't buy perfume, rich watch, toothpaste on one day. Come on. You are not damn Especially when you know that you are managing finances. Give her toothpaste today. Next week, you buy her hair packer. 250, brother. Two, buy four. 250. Different colors. Next tomorrow, 
You see a nice uh, uh, wristwatch, you buy. Next month, when you spread the gift out, it even though man go confused. He's always giving me gifts. He's always giving You're like, calculate all he, he has given you. is not more than four or five. The, the difference is that he spread them out. Men, that is how women are. I'm giving you the anatomy of women. It must not be expensive, but let it be regular. Are you listening to me? It must not be expensive. Don't buy her. See, that 50K something you want to buy for her. Spread it every month, 10, 10K something. In five months, I'm giving. You just give all 50K back. Then you start saving again with Lapu for another 12 years. You come and buy. No, no, they do it like that. Have you guys learned? Spread them. Spread them. The 100K you have spread. Next question. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. My friend here is saying I should also have that. <laughs> you should add Men, one. it should be thoughtful. That the gift should also be thoughtful. Should not the just gift be. should also be thoughtful. Yeah. Men always give thoughtful gifts. Now women, we they think of a boxer and singlet. No, 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 no. What? Hold on, hold on. What? What gift has a, has a man given you that you think is not thoughtful? No, okay, what personal or unpersonal ideas? What gift ideas you think are not thoughtful ideas? Not necessary. Like what? Does anybody have any gift that... The men are here. Let us educate them. It's why we are here. Pure spec. Am I wrong or right? Okay. Let I us learn it once and for all. There's time. Let's just... Okay, like what? Okay. Be something you need at that exactly. time. Maybe if it is not seven conversation, and you can tell from our conversations that I need this thing. Okay, men, they are right. They are all, all women are correct. You want to argue with your woman? <laughs> what she's saying is very thoughtful. That is true. Uh, make sure that you you don't just buy anything. That's what they mean. Don't just buy anything and enter your mind. Okay. Uh, in your conversation with her, you can know the things that she is lacking now that she needs. Okay, if she's talking on this hair, 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 I wish I can buy this hair. I wish I can buy this hair. Surprise her with the hair. If it's nails, nails, this is my nails are always bad. This is my nails. Sometimes it's not even buying something like a material thing. Sometimes treating her somewhere or to something, she says spa. Uh -huh. Do spa for her. Manicure, pedicure, these things. Men, eh, let me help you. While we are learning, men, these things they call pedicure, manicure, Tokyo, even they will have brain cure. <laughs> these things, when you hear them, you think, Kai, I'm going to spend big money. No. The last time I took my wife to, babe, what did we do? Manic, the one for nails. How much was we read? 3,000. Two, five. This thing that when you hear the name Pedicure, ah, I'm gonna spend big money. She won't chop your money. If she don't chop her, who will chop her? Eh? These things are not expensive. Just you, eh, what you will do, this is how it is done. Should I teach you how it is done? So you take yourself to these spa places. Make inquiries. Okay, so know the prices. Use your brain and calculate it. Nail, 3,000. Uh, toenail, 3,000. The hand ones are usually. No, the hand ones are usually cheaper, right, babe? About 3,000, I'm giving you price to show you that I'm current. And I'm a married man. You that you are still single. 335. The tall ones are usually the expensive ones, like 5,000. If you, if you pass 5,000, as a man, they don't cheat you. Because some, some places, they will just use eyes, size you up. 
say 20,000 because love don't green you think. <laughs> so you price, know how to price. Know how to, as a man, you have to learn how to price. Though. We'll talk about that later. So those things are not expensive. Spa treatment. They are not more than 12K, 15K. Let them massage your body. See, that thing that you want to do in your, with your hand and commit sin, let another person help you so that you will save your soul, my brother. Save your soul. Are we together? Brothers, please jump your hands now. Thank you so much, sir. So this question was directed to Mama Choko. What piece of advice would you give a lady who is in a relationship with a minister of God who senses, going, who senses him going into a full-time ministry? What should she expect? Praise the Lord. I'll just go to what she will expect. She will expect counseling till 12 a.m. Except she and the husband have agreed that they will close counseling by 10. She should expect retreats. Babe, I'm going for retreats, seven days. We'll go to that mountain and go and pray. Maybe you can stay alone. I'm telling you what to expect, though. Expect that you will cook food sometimes and your husband will tell you that he's fasting. He not tell you yesterday, oh, you finish cooking today. They just wake up and say, I'm not eating, I want to fast. Expect sacrifices. Expect that you will not be comparing your marriage to another person's own. One of the things we need to know is that he who marries a military man should not compare her marriage with an entrepreneur. Before you start saying, this man is always around with his wife. He's always around. See the way he takes his wife out. Did you not know that he married a uniform man? Who might not even be in town for months. So first accepts that the person you are getting married to has an assignment. And uncle, because you have an assignment does not mean that you should not have time for your wife. Two things. Assignment for ministry, your wife is also an assignment. And auntie, also know that he has assignment and just by normal thinking, you've been initiated into the assignment. So the day you say yes, you should know that after Sunday, you will not go home immediately, especially if he has a church. You're staying back. When he finishes counseling, finishes meeting, if, if, you, if you go back before him well, you should expect that as a full-time pastor, he might not be there at all times for the children. These are sacrifices you have to know. Are you listening to me? It might be, it might be coming out of wor as words now, but when you're experiencing it, it is better you prepare your mind to know that, okay, this is what I'm experiencing. It's easy for and my husband because, I think because we are into the ministry together. The first day my husband left me at home. Just one night. <laughs> Even him, he felt it where he was sleeping. Just one night, I was due for delivery. So he had this ministration. He did not want to go. He still went. I, I, I gave better before he came back. Just one night, he said while he was sleeping, there was somebody telling him, baby, hold me. Baby, hold me. <laughs> so he 
was just turning around and hugging the pillow, turning around and hugging, and hugging the pillow. These are things, I think it's, I'm telling you my own. One of the things I get to, to bear in my house is that my husband has a whole lot of counseling. He can lock himself in the room and he will tell me, baby, see you in one hour. Trust me, 11 p.m. he's still there. And because I know that, ah, this is what I've signed up for. But once it's 11 p.m., everything closed because that's what we've agreed. Do you get? Uh -huh. So if, if you have something urgent to tell my husband at 2 a.m., send it to my phone. Are you getting it? Now, these are agreements we have made together that, okay, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Okay, so going into ministry, going into full-time ministry with the minister of God, you should also know that there are sacrifices you need to give, and then you come, you, you people should have an agreement together. The two of you are here, have an agreement together, have an understanding of the kind of ministry your husband is into, and then everything will be okay. Praise the Lord. Sorry, one, one more thing that's very important. Expect women to be attracted to your husband. So if you want to think you want to do magic Mommy uh, just cancel that one. So you have married a public servant. And many times, the enemy wants to take advantage of that service. I'm just being honest too. So I'm telling you as a man. So expect that women of different shapes and sizes will be interested in your husband as a minister. So a jealous woman cannot be a pastor's wife. You go beat all the women for church for nothing. So a jealous woman, please. If you know you have spirit of jealousy, it is either you start praying against it or you don't even marry the man. You'll be jealous. That is the thing. Uh -huh. So, okay, I'm coming there. So, there will be women that will be attracted to him. Papa, let me help you carry Bible. Papa, let me help you carry yourself. Let me help you. <laughs> so, even you, 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 you use the eyes of the spirit, okay? And there's another thing you are supposed to learn, but those things are discussed at young ministers' conferences. Okay, when we talk about it in depth, very, it's not, we, we don't share those things generally, okay, because they're very sensitive, because they're very deep things. You have to learn how to be a woman of God to your husband. You, if not, you, you fight with every woman in church, you will spoil all his friendships. Many pastors' wives have destroyed their, their husband's ministry out of jealousy, out of suspicion. The lady is just serving the man of God. You, the teacher, the sheikh who is given, ahead. You will chase all these reasonable friendships. Chase everything away. Service would stop. And once a man starts, if a man of God starts getting that vibe that the wife is checkmating him, you have lost him. He will lose focus even in a marriage and in the ministry. Because everything he wants to do now, he cannot do with his free mind. My wife behind me. He can be in Sokoto. You, you are in Taraba. You will still feel your eye in Sokoto. Because that's the impression. So be ready to be patient. Be ready to sacrifice, just like my wife has said. Be ready to not be, be jealous. That your man, and be ready to trust your man. If he says he's going for administration in Kaduna, know that he's going for administration in Kaduna. If you know you don't trust him, leave this thing is a full-time job. That's what I'm telling you. So all your purpose, many times, one more thing to expect. Many times, all your dreams and aspirations will be dissolved in the man. It is what you don't want to agree, but plan to agree early. Some, some, some women agreed this part two, three years into the marriage. When the husband and the wife, they don't fight tire. And she doesn't say, okay, I have agreed. Your desires are, will be dissolved in the man. What I mean by that is, the man will now begin to be the forerunner 
of the purposes in the home. They, your, your husband will be. So what you will come and do is to serve under the woman. To serve, sorry, serve under your husband. Okay, so very important. Let me just say this briefly. Like he says, some things will be discussed. I usually discuss in your minister's conference. Another thing for the man, please, if you know you are a minister, it is important to create boundary. It's not every woman that is. If you're married, don't allow them hug you. She's human. Some aunties will go and greet papa and will not greet mama. They do it. Somebody has called me. I picked, hello, Uncle Allison's wife. I want to talk to Uncle Allison. I said, you can talk to me. It's Uncle Allison I want to talk to. And she ended the call on me. Are you getting it? If you are a man here and, you're, and you know that this is the woman you want to marry, create what? Boundaries. It is needed. These are things we, 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 we do to save our marriage. Okay? It's not every sister you see because you are a papa, you are holding her like this. Because you want to, you want, you want to, you want to fulfill ministry. You're hugging a sister, and your wife is there. So most of these things you might not understand it now, but you have to create boundaries to settle your marriage gracefully. Hallelujah. Okay. So guys, we'll not be able to answer all the questions because our time is fast spent. But let me just quickly ask this. So the lady here is saying, I was born into a Muslim family, and now my parents um, want me to get married the Muslim way. What do I do? Let me quickly, um, I want to join two questions together. The other one is saying, so there's a guy, we've been, we've been in talking stage for a while, vibe check, spirituality is also good, but I've lost interest in him, and it's not from his end. I just don't have any feelings anymore. What do I do? Um, I will just be very fast and, and, and skip, skip, skip. Uh, the first question, you are dating a Muslim, right? No. You are a Muslim. You are dating a no, Christian. No, she's from a Muslim home. Okay. So, okay, she's, she's not, not a, a Christian, Christian, but her parents are insisting that she should marry the Muslim way. Ah, your parents are insisting that she should marry from a Christian home. One thing about parental stronghold is, it's not that easy to break. So, let's be honest, it's not that easy to break. Especially... Uh, from a Muslim perspective, it's not that always easy. So there are three things I'll tell you, like I tell everybody else in, in this boat. First thing is, are you willing to fight it? Are you willing, are you ready to fight? Not physical blow, fight. Well, what I mean is, you know, be determined that you marry a Christian and you marry a Christian. Are you ready for that battle? Is a battle, are you ready to stand on your faith and say you are married a Christian and as a Christian, you will not settle? Are you ready? Second thing, are you ready for the consequences of that decision? Because it will not be cheap. It will not be, okay, okay, go and marry. No. They may want to try and force it. Maybe go the extra length to say, this only you. Or, but I'm handling, I handled one yesterday. So this is like another one added. There was one just, just last night, okay? And they, she was saying that the, the, the parents are threatening that they will not show up for her wedding. And this one is not even Muslim, but how? It's denominational. You see how uh, we Christians, the matter just tire me sometimes. We complicate these things. Just because somebody is not from your same church, it's a, it's a crime. But that person is a Christian, though. He's a born again, he's a believer. But just denomination, 
the father and mother say they will not come. That they will not appear at the wedding. So talk about of Muslim, Muslim. So this is happened. So the first thing I said, are you willing, just like I told her yesterday, are you ready to fight to make sure that you marry someone who is a, a Christian, you marry from the faith? Number two, are you ready for the consequences of that decision? Because your parents may not show up at your wedding. Are you ready to admit that you, you will not see your, your mom uh, at your wedding? Because I asked her uh, yesterday as well. So, so who will walk you down the aisle? If your, your parents are saying they are not coming. The mother said, no, over our dead bodies. She was married from the same church. The father said, lie, lie. The mother is even the deacon in the church. It makes it even more complicated. Deacon has been, been, been at other people's wedding and say, you must marry from the church. He reached in town. His daughter said, don't go marry from church. It is not always easy. You get. So the mother said, they are not showing up. So the same thing I'm telling you. Are you ready to, to face it that the both of them will not show up? Maybe your uncle will walk you down the aisle, or your pastor will walk you down the aisle and, and walk you into the marriage. Okay? Those are things. Thirdly, are you re ready to stay for a prolonged time without, you know, I don't know, I don't know how, I'm, I'm answering this, this, this question systematically so that you understand what you are going into. Okay? Because you have to expect that you will not have that joy between in-laws. That's the truth. So that thing we call, I want to marry from a good family. My in-laws will be visiting me. We'll be doing a video call with my father-in-law. You know that you have lost it for now. Maybe later God will redeem the, the friendship between in-laws and it will come back. But it will not be the same. So are you ready to fight? Are you ready for the consequence of the fight? And are you ready for the aftermath of the fight? But if you have come to the faith, don't settle. Keep fighting and keep praying. So my, 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 my advice to you, after considering these three things, pray on it. There is nothing God cannot do. Your parents can wear uh, Jalabia and see come to the wedding. Let them come. They can send somebody, give their blessing. Some may not come, but they'll give their blessing. So there's nothing God cannot do. The second question, remind me again. Yes, vibe check, spirituality is okay. But, but you are not interested. But you, you have answered the question yourself. You are not interested. What do you want us to do now? There's nothing we can do. You are saying you are not interested. He's, he's, his character is good. He's a Christian. Everything is okay. What you are looking for, you have, you have not told us. <laughs> what are you really not looking for? If everything is okay, that means you don't have feelings. So don't, don't push it. Don't fight it. You don't have feelings for the guy. He's not attractive. He's everything to you. But he's not uh, attracted. I mean, you are not attracted to him. You don't like him that much to, to marry him. Please, don't, don't say you like him later. This is a mistake that many of us do. I would like him next year. Like him now. There is no, 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 no probab a probability of next year. Okay? So if, if, he has, if he meets all the criteria, but you are losing interest, it means that you are not attracted to this guy anymore. And it means that you don't love him enough to marry him. Please remove your hand. Just remove your hand. You don't like him, you don't like him, don't push it. If you push him, if you push him to enter, you will keep pushing him to stay. And that's a position you don't want to be in. God bless you. Thank you so much. Are that's we all. Done? Yes, we are done. Okay, um, please, one more thing before we leave. I wrote a book called Mushy Mushy Feelings. So this book is about sexual purity. It's about staying pure. All these questions you're asking me, what if you have urges? What can you do? Is there so seek knowledge. Papa, I am having, I, I have an erection when I'm with her. What do I do? I will not tell you in the church. I've told you in the book. Papa. Yeah.
We believe you've been blessed by the message you just listened to. If you gave your life to Jesus during the course of this message, or if you would like to speak with someone, please send us a mail at thepurespec at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook at PureSpec Community. You can reach out to us on Twitter at the PureSpec. Thank you. God bless you. We believe you've been blessed by the message you just listened to. If you gave your life to Jesus during the course of this message, or if you would like to speak with someone, please send us a mail at thepurespec at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook at PurePec Community. You can reach out to us on Twitter at thepurespec. Thank you. God bless you.